Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sachdeva and you are listening to Trending Diary the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today I'm connected with Gabrielle, a person passionate about watching people succeed. Seems interesting, right? A very few in number these days. Over the years, the lady has studied psychology, understanding how people function in their life, and also studied sociology, how people interact with other people in their life. And even studied theology, how people define things that happen in their life. And most important, studied people, observed them, and developed a personal experience and sensitivity towards them. And also some understanding towards the individual personalities, dispositions and preferences based on the profile of a person's specific type. Gabriel believes when you understand yourself and the people around you, you then know what to say and do in order to be more successful. But just as importantly, you know what not to say and do to avoid problems and conflicts that often exist in daily life. They never need to happen in the first place. In business and even personal life, Understanding people is the difference between success and failure. In personal relationships, it's the difference between pleasure and frustration. Knowing exactly what to do for the people that you are with is a priceless life skill that everyone deserves to learn and everyone has the opportunity to master. Capital specializes in personality profiling and communication coaching. Building healthy personal relationship in life is the foundation for fulfillment and sometimes basis for success. Very excited to have this lady on the show. Tune in. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm really great and it's wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Uh first thing I'm curious to know Gabriel, you have studied a lot about humans. You like you have been a encyclopedia of it. So what do you think makes one sapiens special than other what's that thing what's that one thing Well the fact is we're all special okay so no one can be exactly the same as anybody else so we're all special but that just means that we're unique and we're very important we all have value as people but the key the difference between people is the experiences that we have because eight different people with the exact same personality they're going to live eight very different lives so what makes us different is the experiences that we have and so even if we have the same experience as another person our personality is going to respond to it differently so it is a mixture of nature and nurture but when we have a unique perspective about the things that we've experienced that really is making us different from everybody else and that's when we come together our differences and our varieties not only in the experiences that we've had but our personality makes us complement each other and work well together because we need to cooperate with all of those different perspectives and those different opinions with those different experiences when we come together what we bring to the the experience and the interaction is what gives life the variety and the interesting when the journey of understanding yourself begin how does it evolve means what does it seem like if it uh, if i say that i really want to understand myself 
not others how this journey begin with me and i think it's really important uh, for every individual to understand themselves better yes very understanding it really does begin in the moment that a person is able to be honest with himself or herself it started for me when i was about 5 years old and my father said to me we spoke all the time but in this moment he became very serious and he said don't ever lie to yourself and i got very very quiet and i said what do you mean papa i'm not lying to myself and he said no be be uh, seriously now honey when you lie to people that you don't know you're going to miss out on amazing experiences and opportunities when you lie to the people that you love and that love you you are pushing away the most important thing in your life that's relationships but when you start to lie to yourself you are in a lot of danger because the next step is you're going to believe your own lies and then everything in your life is going to disappear nothing is real you've even lost your own soul you are going to die alone you have nothing left and i thought oh my gosh that's so scary i can't believe he said that to me but that was really important for me to hear because my mother started taking me to a religious group that called their their um belief system the truth and everything they taught was about being honest with yourself and so you're not really going to be able to understand yourself until you're able to be honest enough to look at yourself and so that's a journey that's a lifelong journey because throughout your experiences you're going to see different things about yourself yourself and then the things that you see you're going to interpret them differently through those experiences that you've had that I was talking about before when your perspective changes and your judgment changes your ability to be honest with yourself is going to be the source of how you evolve and what you grow into and the journey that is going to take you to better places not only for yourself and by yourself but it's going to invite other people into your life to invite them with you onto that journey and it will also open the door for you to be on their journeys with them but that that demands very high standards because you have to expect the good things out of yourself and say i'm not going to settle for these things that other people think are okay I know they're bad things to do so I'm not going to do them because I'm accountable not only to myself for my honesty but I'm accountable to these other people that I've brought with me and that I'm joining in their life journey I have a responsibility to them and I also have to pay the price for the things that I've done around them and so that that brings me to the the philosophy that I really love that I actually read in the Bible I think I was probably 12 or 13 when it hit me when Jesus said let the one who has no sin throw the first stone to you know put a woman to death everyone walked away because we're all imperfect and mm -hmm. what he was basically saying is you need to work on yourself you are to take care of getting yourself better mhm mm and and 
and in your life if we'll, if i'll ask what does that point seem like where you really uh, you know uh, realize your that this is the most honest point and this is the time you have to be very honest because i believe the time you have mentioned that uh, we openly tell lies to ourselves forget about others sometimes it can yeah. be fun and life saving for you to tell lies to others yeah. but i believe but but it's really important for you to be very honest with you because that's the first person you see you, uh, yourself in the mirror i guess and you know the person yeah. you stays most of the time it's you yourself man so it's really important whether it's the career life whether it's the personal life or you know mm-hmm. it's really important yeah. to have integrity so how does that point seem in your life that for me was when i was um i think i was 8 years old maybe i was 9 and and i learned my personality profile from one of my classes it actually was a teacher who was just doing it for fun and i learned that my personality is so rare there's only like 2% of the human population who are like me and so that description that i read on the piece of paper was you're not going to be understood by most people and you're not really going to be liked at first by a lot of people so you're going to have to work really hard just to get along with people because all of the really really good things about you are confusing mm-hmm. to other people that was very that was very helpful to me but it was a very serious moment in my life to say wow so it's okay for me to be strange and different because i was born this way this is my personality but at the same time when i look at myself every day in the mirror i need to accept that people aren't going to understand me and i have to be the one to accept and understand myself and then be able to present myself in a way to other people that helps them and makes it easier for them to understand me and appreciate me and accept me at times in ways that they otherwise wouldn't be able to do if they didn't really know me if i didn't take the time to explain myself the extra time to make myself more understandable to them hello can you hear me okay i can hear you now okay no worries no worries anyhow i'll just do the editing no worries okay am i audible am i audible now yep i can hear you just fine now okay so capra the one thing i'm always you know somewhere i feel this dilemma in my life and i guess there lots of people when it comes to recognizing people because i guess relationships are the most crucial point you know part of our lives and it's really important yeah. so how does one can def- differentiate between a healthy relationship and the one that creates the toxic emotions around you well again it's really about the ability to be honest with yourself first mm-hmm. and then with others because when we're honest with others that's a very high standard for behavior and then you can see by the way that people respond to your honesty if your honesty is in a healthy way that's going to help you differentiate between whether a relationship is constructive 
or destructive. It has to be mutually beneficial and equally constructive for both of the people that are involved in the relationship. Now, there are some ways to, to determine what's beneficial and constructive. Things like the positive emotion and healthy behavior. Those are obvious ways to determine that something is beneficial and constructive. But then again, things like the energy that's generated in the people as a byproduct, people interacting with each other and becoming better people after they're done interacting with each other. So there's two different things there. Can you be truly honest with a person and have them respond in a constructive way to you by then being honest with you as well, but also creating the good feelings with you and for themselves that they then carry about to their life when they walk away from interacting with you because there's no such thing as neutral energy. Humans have an amazing capacity for emotional energy. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction in response to what someone said or did. So if you're not creating the positive effect in someone else, you are actually then propelling negative energy. There is no neutral energy. It's either good or bad. So if you take an inventory of yourself and others, honestly, again, Look at what effect you are having on that person or that the other person is having on you. What are you creating together when you come together? They're either going to be better or worse when they interact with you. And then you're going to be better or worse when you interact with them. It's very black or white. But now think about this too. I want to, I want to say this. Negative emotions are not toxic by themselves. So just saying, well, I have negative emotions whenever I'm that person. That's not a bad thing. Negative emotions are very important. Toxicity is about how the emotions are responded to by the people. The behavior around the negative feelings are what classifies as healthy or sick. Uh -huh, very interesting. And you know, I've personally felt that in my life when you said that uh, there's no neutrality. Either you feel good about some person, either you feel or you feel bad about some person. So it's always That's an it. opposite effect. And, and the time you said that there's an equal and opposite reaction to everything you do in life, whether it's your thoughts mm -hmm. or whether it's your work, it literally happens. Yes. You know? It does. Yes, absolutely. And it's it's not just limited to the science books, but it's the real application of life where we're really, you know, uh, vibrant yes. thoughts, what's going to happen. Oh my God, it's super crazy. I mean, it's the one thing that I really want to control in my life. Probably not control, but have some, some calmness over it and to filter between right and wrong. It's really important. And manage that, knowing how to manage people, including yourself, when you're around someone else, there are going to be things happening inside of both of you. You have to be able to manage that. And I've always explained to my husband and children, there's when someone says, I'm sorry, in a situation, if there's a problem in a situation, you can say, I'm sorry. But you have to know that there's two different things that you're saying sorry to. There's the behavior that caused the feelings. And then there's the feelings, which are totally separate. And I've told my husband, 
Don't tell me you're sorry that you did something. If you're not genuinely sorry that you did it, you can be sorry that I feel bad, but that doesn't mean you regret doing what you did. And so when I tell my husband, you can say, I'm sorry once removed, which is, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry because I, I do feel bad that you feel bad, but I don't think that what I did was wrong. And that's the honesty. People absolutely have to be able to say, we disagree about what happened in this situation. I think that what I did was right, but you feel bad that I did it. Does the fact that I think that what I did was okay, but it still bothered you. I feel, I feel sorry that you were bothered by it. And I do care about your feelings. So we're going to deal with our feelings as a totally separate issue from what actually happened to cause those feelings in the first place. Mm -hmm. Got you. And also what I've observed is that there are a lot of, you know, expectations whenever we talk uh, about the connection with the other person. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this thing, I guess, make it more transactive rather than the true feeling and the right one, the good one. So how we can embed a sense of giving or an embed of sense of value in it, which I believe when we think like givers, we think about, you know, good emotions rather than just transaction of whether it's, uh, you know, receiving and taking something. I don't know it's good or bad. I'm not judging it. But, and even I'm not aware whether it's good or right, but it happens. It always happens that we are going to connect with some uh, person with a purpose or maybe with, you know, some kind of expectations that, okay, I, maybe I can get this from that person. Maybe I can, you know, whether in terms of value, whether in terms of uh, materialistic, yeah. anything. So is it possible <laughs> to do that? Literally, I really want to do that. I guess when this thing happened that we are, you know, treating every person equally, uh, regardless, regardless of what that person is, you know, supposed to give us, but it's our, our good emotion, our, our good aura, which is attracting other people towards us. So how could that happen in a relationship that it's, there is no such transaction, but more of a giving happens. What I feel truly joy in it. Yes. Yes. And I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And the key to that is by changing the way we think about the concept of giving, modifying our definition of giving, because when we're talking about a transaction, there's the giving and then there's the taking. Most people think that giving is the opposite of taking and therefore inherently in order to give something to someone else, you have to take away something from yourself. But true giving is benevolent and therefore when we do give, it supplies us with something symbiotic. We actually get from the experience of giving something of quality in our soul. We become a better person. When we think of giving, we think of something that you can measure, that you can quantify, that you can um, physically manifest, but that's not about quality. That's about quantity. So we need to talk, take that perspective and shift it a little bit and say, okay, giving is not about taking away from ourselves. It's about being something better quality and by doing that when we share that experience with someone else we are creating good for them but we're also creating good for ourselves because you can't measure it or compare it to anything 
that would be an amount that someone could judge or place a value on. The things in life that are the most important cannot be measured or judged like trust or appreciation or respect or love. How can you put a value or a number on things like that? They're not physical. Yeah, I agree. This is something can't be measurable. You know, the terms we said, they're infinite, infinite. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. And I'd love it when you said, you know, there are few things which are immeasurable, irrespective of what we are putting in it and what uh, we are receiving in it. It's just the kind of emotion, intention, the right word I would say. The intention that you're putting in that, the love that you're putting in that. That's beautiful. Yes. I guess, you know, when we talk about the connection, understanding people, uh, it really helps in, in a better communication. And communication is something is required by any individual, I guess. If you're a good communicator, it can help you in any field, no matter whether you are into job, whether you're an artist, whether you are yes. an entrepreneur, anyone. And it's a very critical skill. Important to yes. have present era, I guess. So what is the one communication mantra that you personally follow? Consistently, listen twice as much as you speak. The only way that you can be successful in communication is if whenever you feel the the urge to speak, you have to stop yourself and keep listening until the person is completely done. And then when you speak, you have to know the language of the person that you're listening to. The only way that you can learn the language of the other person is if you study it and you can only study it is if you're listening to them really paying attention to their uniqueness. And then when it comes to be your turn to speak, you'll be more generous and you'll be more proactive in the way you express your thoughts because we think so fast and we don't listen and we don't speak as fast as we think. You have to be totally and completely honest, like I said, but you have to convey your information with a mild temper and deep respect in the language of the person that you're speaking to, which means you have to be in a good mood when you're interacting with them and make sure that the energy is not always positive, but proactive energy. Because there are going to be times when you have negative emotions of their part or your part. But when your philosophy is based on generosity of listening more than you speak, that's going to demand that you have discipline to control yourself And that's going to create the positive energy inside of that other person. And that's going to propel their generosity, propel the good energy that you have between yourselves. And it will slow that person down as well. When you slow down by, again, listening more than you speak, you're going to take the time that you need. And it's going to allow you to be humble and know that you're responsible to them and more responsive to them you're more willing to do what they need for you to do to keep their heart in that good condition and the only way that's going to happen is if you're paying very close attention and even asking them questions you can stop them from from what they're saying and say okay wait a minute did you mean this or did you mean that get the 100% clarified accurate information before you let them keep going because if you get confused halfway through 
everything that you say from that point on or hear from that point on is going to be wrong and you're going to start a fight or they're going to start a fight just because it was misunderstood or inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And you know, somewhere I believe it, it resolves a lot of conflicts, a lot of conflicts. I remember uh, mm -hmm. Kimberly, Kimberly has been on show. She is, uh, she has an author of, uh, Disney books, positively Disney books, where she mentioned lots of stories from the world of Disney. And she has studied very hard about, uh, you know, the innovation, the stories about the world. And one thing she had mentioned, as you had also said, uh, that, you know, one, one thing that she really appreciate about the Walt Disney, you know, the one of the biggest innovator in the world is his listening skills. When she yes. mentioned that this is the best thing he had in his life, which led mm -hmm. him to be very creative, to create a mm -hmm. world which people can hardly imagine. Can you can you believe the magic of that one single thing? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I want to listen more. <laughs> yes. I remember as I a kid, I really... Yeah, I, I remember as a kid, I really loved to, you know, I, I imagine myself on a stage to be a speaker, uh, you know, addressing lots of people to act much, uh, to dance and lots of things. But uh, these days, there's a one another thing which is added in my list is literally to listen more. Really. Well, Stay and you would never, you will never say, wow, I shouldn't have listened to that. You, mm -hmm. you, you're, you can definitely say, wow, I shouldn't have said that. But no mm -hmm. one ever regrets giving too much time because the people that you really do give your time and attention to become better quality people just because you let them speak. They appreciate you and they respect you. They become better people. The energy that you give them when you're listening is what makes the relationship more healthy. Uh -huh. Noted, lady. Noted. <laughs> okay. Coming back to her and what is the one trend that you really want to see more evolving in the new world? And, or I should say, what is the one trend you want to see more embraced in the new era? Definitely the interest that we have in other people, the interest that we have in, in individuals, willingness to learn about them, sacrificing the time that we would others, you know, spend doing things with our technology, with our phones, with our computers. A trend would be, um, rebuilding and fortifying our interest, genuine curiosity about people. Because technology, what it's actually doing is undermining our trust in each other. It's actually away our accountability for the things that we say and do because we're not with each other when we're communicating. So taking the time to spend one-on-one -on -one with people, communicating more personally with people, it's encouraging unity when we get together where the technology tends to encourage division in our casual social interaction we're not really focusing on our important relationships because we have so many superficial relationships through a machine and so like for example when i see a family in a restaurant parents and kids and they all have their phones out while they're eating it really makes me sad because i know that those parents don't know how to talk to their kids anymore. They're actually afraid. They literally speak a different social language simply because they're not directly interacting with each other. And communicating with the people who mean the most to us 
that requires things like eye contact, our tone of voice, our gestures, physically touching each other. Now, COVID-19 is making that a little bit more difficult, but it's <laughs> propelling something that started a long time ago, and that was avoidance. People don't want to spend the time because it's very intimate and it's very honest. And people are afraid now to be intimate and honest with each other because they don't know how to anymore. I would love it if people would say that the people in their lives are worth the time mm -hmm. that they spend in the pursuit of money and power. Instead, do it with the people. Put your phone and computer down. Look at the person you're talking to. Learn how to talk and learn how to listen. Even if that means starting at the very beginning, get to know the person you're with, who they are as an individual. It's worth the time and the return on your investment is going to be much better than the money that you would have made on your computer. And that gives another person a sense of value where he or yes. she is feeling that, yeah, she really mattered. And you know, yes. you touched my point, uh, Gabrielle, where one of my purpose to start this channel, to start this podcast is to make other people's story feel yes. mattered. Where I believe it's not just the celebrities or the big people, but every individual has something to contribute. You, man, you women, you have something good in you. Come on. And, and I, I guess I regret my point and I accept that where I'm at dinner table sometimes and uh, not looking at my mother and my father or my father and, you know, not speaking because of I'm busy something and, you know, creating something <laughs> or posting. But I guess there, there should be a specific time and I'm going to do that. Believe me. So thank you so much for the lesson of the day, at least for myself, uh, which I generally mistaken with my parents. And you, you said it so right where I have to be a little bit empathetic with them that they literally scared that either I'm disturbing her or yeah. not, you know, it can happen. So it's really important to give a sense of value to them because I have my childhood where my parents were very evolving and I'm now I'm doing this right. mistake. So thank you so much for making You're me welcome. Like that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was great having you, Gabriel. Great, great having you. Really, this this conversation was an eye-opening thing I'm for so me. I'm so glad. And great thank fun. you for having me. I really appreciate the work you do. And the fact that you let me share this information with the world means so much to me, Freya. It's, it's very nice. Thank you. Thanks, Gabrielle. It was great, great having you. And you beautiful people, thank you so much for listening. I hope you get some value today. If you have some ideas to your concept to share, you can DM me at the Instagram page of Trending Diary. Also, you can check out our new YouTube channel, Trending Diary Show. Also, your feedback matters to us. So don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcast. I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, stay tuned and God bless us all.